0: about that for Festive Music Squeezer?
1: Oh.
0: Yeah, I went, uh, I, I opened up the wallet and uh, got us a song for Christmas. It uh, sounds nothing like any of the standard Christmas songs you hear, because that you have to pay money for. Well, more money. No, I, I like it. Yeah, it's just a little Christmas, jolly, festive song that I fought. I tried to get something that matched ours theme, but like didn't have all night, and it was cheap. This one was cheap. I'm uh, well, you know me. I'm uh, a fan. So we're no, nah, this
1: is something. What the hell? No, nah, I'd be sitting here in the dark, like just sipping a whiskey, and like this would be in my like in between my uh, porters head mix <laughs> as I sit there and brood in the dark. Hmm. Okay,
0: fair enough. Uh, so we're in the throes of our uh, Christmas content for all of you uh, listeners out there on the Radiers podcast. And uh, last week we talked some of our favorite movies. We got quite the response on all of them on Instagram.
1: I'm surprised how many people like Jingle All the Way.
0: Yeah, that was one of the most popular. That was the first one I, I put I, up.
1: In, in Hindsight, I'm like, "Ooh, I hope I didn't I wasn't too harsh on it."
0: They're like, "Ah, I can't I can't uh go through the Christmas season without watching this movie." I'm like, "I think I've seen it once, but" Um, you know, in June. (laughs) It's probably smoking some illegal substances and found it funny. Oh, that would probably be hilarious. Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, clearly it was done while making it.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. uh, I started the 25 days of cereal blogs. I saw that. Yeah, today was day four. If you are wondering my thoughts on Nutter Butter cereal, and also uh, I did some research and found out that John Harvey Kellogg wasn't as crazy as I always believed him to be. He was actually pretty ahead of his time when it came to uh, health in the digestive system. The enemas was kind of crazy, but, (laughs) you know, (laughs) everything else was kind of, you know, revolutionary. And if it wasn't for Kellogg's, there would be no Post, because C.W. Post was uh, in the throes of mental breakdown, so he went to the Battle Creek sanitarium and uh fell in love with the breakfast cereals the food there and decided to make his own that's where grape nuts came from No shit. Yeah, grape nuts came right after cornflakes. He made his own version of cornflakes too. But yeah, post it's Cal-
1: Weird when you realize like how old some of these cereal and cereal companies are.
0: Well, cereal as we know it didn't exist until Kellogg's. It's a very American thing. It, it basically was born in Battle Creek, Michigan. Uh, And the the two of the three main companies, well, four main companies, the other two being General Mills and uh, Quaker Oats, all of which are Midwestern companies. I believe they're both in Ohio. So it's very much a uh, Midwestern thing, cereal. And that's American, as can be, breakfast cereal. Of course it is. Oh, sure. It's wonderful. (laughs) But uh, so I did, there's a little research on there. There's a whole story because... My first three were General Mills cereals, and I'm like, oh, I want to, you know, branch out. So I, uh, the Nutter Butter cereal was put out by Post. So I told a little tale of John Harvey Kellogg and his poor Wikipedia page. So go on uh, Radiers.com; you could read those reviews. I'm planning. Uh, I'm talking. I love that. Sorry, well, I love that Grape Nuts can. Oh yeah, it's great, isn't a it?
1: A compound made of wheat, barley, salt, and yeast. Yeah. A compound.
0: Scroll. Just read the, the. Read to yourself the line about his John Kellogg's. Uh, wikipedia page and not read it out loud for the listeners so they could go on and read it for themselves because <laughs> <laughs> poor bastard is known for and that's what fucking is on there like guy is responsible for an industry and that's what he's known for uh nothing not that there's anything wrong with that you know i
1: prefer walt disney's uh, you know responsible for an industry and he's known for a lot of other things
0: yeah well so was uh, Kellogg he was in uh, the it's eugenics or whatever ah uh. so um, we're, we're talking more Christmas memories and I went back to last year and if you you go want to go into our archives at radiers.com or radiers.podbean or wherever you listen to podcasts you could listen to last year's or the year priors we now have two years and this is our third year of Christmas content squeezer mm-hmm um, I believe year one, we talked Christmas cartoon specials. Yep, and we went through the 1992 Sears Wish Book. Yeah, I want to do that again sometime soon. Something like that. And um, we uh, last year we talked about Christmas memories. Uh, we talked about we did an episode where we. Went through and talked about all our favorite things about Batman Returns, Gremlins, and Die Hard, which are three non-Christmas Christmas, music, Christmas movies. Uh, and there's, so there's a, there's a handful. If you're, if you're trying to get your Rad Year's Christmas fix, go back and listen to some old episodes. Uh, but uh, last year we taught Christmas memories, and we had ten good ones, but we managed to come up with ten more. And I was thinking doing these five of mine that I don't know if we're going to be able to do a part three. Unless they, they come up with some sort of way to bring back the memories I drank away.
1: You are just, oh, they're gone.
0: It, it took me a while,
1: but then I started thinking of other things around Christmas and, like, basically stealing ideas, memories that don't exist, <laughs> that aren't real. Oh, no, no, mine are all, mine all happened. Oh, my no, s- mine all happened, but I used other, uh things out there to kind of you know refresh refresh the batteries kind of like what we do with the podcast for others yeah uh i used i used the internets well i mean Uh, that's
0: fair we do that with all of our picks with with every topic
1: but this one i i dig a little deeper because
0: i normally call my sister and mom uh and ask questions and it's amazing how little my mom fucking remembers
1: exactly or is just completely wrong right
0: and like I'll t- yeah. I'll tell I'll tell a memory that's vivid as the day is 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 long, and she has no fucking idea what I'm talking about. And then like she'll tell <laughs> me the worst story ever, and I'm like, Mom, I'm not going to tell that story. Yeah. But my sister gave me a, a, a couple good tidbits, so we got some good stuff for this oh, for this nice. week. So I'm going to go first this week because you went first last week with Jingle All the Way. No, no, what was your <laughs> first one last week?
1: Uh, no, it was Jingle All The Way Was it?
0: Jingle All The Way? Yeah. I think so, yeah, yeah. Well, first this week which, which people adored People did adore it Here's my first pick Show old
1: In your ear this way Don't you tell a single soul What I'm gonna say Christmas Eve is coming soon Now you hear on
0: So squeezer, Santa Claus in some cultures is known as Saint Nicholas. Yes. Uh, when we were kids, we'd celebrate Saint Nick Day, St. Nick's Day. Or the Feast of Saint Nick's. And we went to Catholic school, so a lot of the kids also celebrated this. It's something big in, in Pennsylvania or big German region. And it uh, it's uh, it's it's like European culture we'd put our uh, our shoes out on the night of the 5th and there would be like a small toy and some sweet treats in it the next morning uh, as a visit from Saint Nick and it's separate from Christmas but as kids uh it was it was as fun it was like cuz it was a lot of the times it was a school day so <laughs> You know, we're getting, we're waking up on a, it makes a school day much better. Like a reason to get up on a school day that's much better. Other
1: than reruns of Flipper.
0: Right. On Nickelodeon. Um, My mom told me that I used to put out like a boot, a snow boot, or like the biggest shoe I could find, thinking that St. Nick would fill it with more things. And I'd get like a Ninja Turtle figure or a Hasbro WWF figure. Nice. You know, and there'd be some candy involved. You know, my sister would get, like, a Barbie doll. Uh, my brother would get, I don't know, a crowd-controlling smoke grenade. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what he had. And um, a meal ready to eat in the military, for those of you. Yes, my brother would get those as a kid. Ugh. I know. There, I found a, a sidebar here, Squeezer. I found a <laughs> YouTube channel of this guy who just... Like eats MREs, and I watched it for like five hours one night.
1: I'm I'm jealous of your ability to still manage your time, yet seemingly <laughs> waste it. To the, I it's indescribable.
0: I know. <laughs> it's a talent that uh, not many people have. It's
1: like that. That's your mutant power. You you generate an additional eight hours of your day to just absolutely waste.
0: Yeah, I do. Uh, I, and, you know, it's not something that I take lightly, Squeezer. But,
1: but yet still be, you know, productive. I am. A productive I, member of society.
0: I get a lot done. I And I, if not tonight, tomorrow night, am ready to record another YouTube episode. Speaking of productive. Mm. I finished a script today while I was waiting to do this.
1: What aging rock star were you, uh, working with that allowed you time to do that?
0: <laughs> not, not that today. <laughs> um, I got Lindsay, I'm sure during Lindsay Buckingham set <laughs> on Sunday, I'll have time to do the next one. Uh, but, uh, I, uh, I, tonight, tonight, uh, Enchantress is away for work all week, leaving me, uh probably like hal and malcolm in the middle when lois was away you know he just like devolves into this maniac
1: are you wearing pants right now
0: i am just sweatpants because i'm a chilly boy ah it was the summer no way it'd be like if it was the summer it'd be 90 degrees in this house uh
1: well it could be 90 degrees in the house right now
0: yeah i know but Burn that cash <laughs> i have my space heater on but uh, if it was summer, I would I would have no pants, just just underwear on. I'd be doing the podcast from the the backyard right now, and uh, but uh, it's it's not, so I have pants on. But yeah, it's Olive's been following me around like a shadow. I think she's lost without Enchantress. Ah, uh-huh. Schmuffin still keeps to herself, you know as much as Schmuffin is known to. But uh, she's away till Thursday, so I have time on my hands, and I'm very bored. You know, I don't get to hang out with her. So I've been reorganizing the basement. Um, and while I do, I was working on the script and, uh, and writing the blogs every night.
1: Look at you. Yeah. And watching uh, another man eat five prefabricated hour, food.
0: Five hours of someone eating old, old and new MREs. <laughs> oh, old. I watched this one channel called The Wolf Pit. And it's this, like, handicapped guy who, like, reviews, like, shitty dollar store frozen meals and stuff.
1: Um, is it part of the gimmick or are you just pointing out that he is a disability and you're rude?
0: It's, no, no, no. That's, it's, like, he t- he'll talk about it. Like. Okay. Yeah. All right. He's, he's in a wheelchair, but, and he's got this, like, great accent where he's like, I do this for you, the people. <laughs> he's like, I go to my own personal adult playground, the Dollar Tree. <laughs> I love the way he talks. I just watch his fucking videos.
1: I don't know where you would even find that. <laughs> I, I don't know. YouTube's for old wrestling videos, and nets and and pulling audio for this show. I can't get past that firewall.
0: You watch? Do you watch? Ever watch like corny like current stuff? No. No. He he's always doing shoot videos now about about things. Motherfucker fucking smoky mouth fucking wrestling motherfucker This is just my my Bruce Pritchard impression impression of Bruce Pritchard doing a Jim Cornette impression. Hang on. <laughs> double cheese, double onion, double fucking mayonnaise, motherfucker. B
1: thirty-four.
0: <laughs> uh so yeah, what are we talking about? Saint Nick. <laughs> Yeah, saying yeah, you, so, you getting uh, you getting toys in your socks? <laughs> no, that's Christmas. The stocking. Your shoe. Oh. You put your shoe out. Oh yes. Yeah, I put my Reebok pump out in '93 to impress Santa. Oh. Yeah.
1: He's like, fuck this. This kid's got these. He doesn't need anything else. Right, I know. I know.
0: That's he I just think, pumped them up for you. I think my mom just set my other one next to it and was like, "Go back to bed." <laughs> she was furious. Yeah. I told you that story. She was furious at my dad. For buying us three buck pumps, but because we didn't have money for that, yeah, you gotta live large sometime, right? Well, uh, as soon as she saw how much my brother and I were going off the walls for these dumb shoes, she was like, mm-hmm. I still think my dad had, like, had to sleep on the couch for two weeks because of uh-huh. that one.
1: She's not wrong,
0: no, no. <laughs> but yeah, Saint Nick Day. I wonder if, yeah. if, if you guys celebrated it too, and if you celebrate the same or different way, or you have a we, story about it,
1: we did. Um, but not in any fun way. Um, we did it in the most traditional way possible, um, in which my mom thought it would be fun to put oranges in our shoes like they would do in like the 1800s, because that was a treat back then. (laughs) Um, and, uh, my sister and I were just livid that, uh. She was so, and and also we're probably shitty teenagers or preteens by then. And my mom was so excited to be like trying to start this traditional tradition. Oh,
0: so you didn't do it as kids. You were older when she started it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, no interest in it whatsoever. I mean, if you would have thrown in some
0: fucking Legos in there, uh, all right, I'd be game. Well, as soon as we were older, like I just thought my mom would put our shoes out for us and do it, you know, trying Mm -hmm. to keep the tradition alive, you know.
1: Yeah, uh, maybe I'll
0: try that. But yeah, so it's to, uh, tomorrow night, Squeezer.
1: Yeah, uh, she's no concept of time. She's two.
0: Yeah, but you can, I can start I can, now. I can, I
1: can do it in June.
0: <laughs> start now. Put one out. Yeah, uh, and and I'll I'll make sure Mrs. Squeezer puts a summer sausage in yours, <laughs> or a stick of pepperoni, or just one of those one of those whole Hickory Farms <laughs> Christmas <laughs> gift boxes. Uh, did you, Squeezer, speaking of Hickory Farms, was that not your, like... I mean, we all, as kids, went through the Sears Wish book. Did you go through the Hickory Farms catalog? Uh,
1: I'm not going to lie. When um, I was in I was in the Boy Scouts, and we'd get those holiday catalogs to sell shit as a fundraiser, and I would go through and just circle what I would want.
0: <laughs> I'm not going yeah, to... I, I, var- I was obsessed var- various, with various
1: it. Various uh, trays of meat and, and cheeses.
0: There was something when you were a kid... As, as for like miniature versions of things, you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. So like those big like sets. with bar. The, what's that? Like crackle bar. Crackle bar. Yeah. What are you talking about? The little mini candy bars. Oh yeah. <laughs> Still eat those. But but I mean in like the hickory like the little miniature jellies and jams. Oh yeah. And like cheeses and little sauce like that whole set. Like, there was something like that that, that like drew kids well, to that
1: and you' you felt sophisticated like look at me I am an adult eating look my jam comes in a tiny jar because this <laughs> is what grown-ups do be right, sure I also I don't like a big heavy spread i I like to put mine on thin like I do a skim coat <laughs> if I do any kind of jelly i pre- I prefer like a, a a jam
0: you know more uh so when I was a kid, I was a skim coder. Like if I put cream, like it, it took me until I was 11 to try cream cheese. I still don't know if I've even had it. We were it's on gross. a, oh, you never had cream cheese?
1: Oh no, I have, but I'm a skim coater. I, I will do just enough to, to moisten it. So I'm not just eating a dry bagel.
0: Wow. This is something I didn't know about you. Oh, it's gross. Oh my God. So when I was a kid, we were on a flight or my the first flight, my only trip to Disney world. And they served us a breakfast in the morning. And it was a bagel with cream cheese. And my brother was like, you put it on the bagel. And I, tried, I actually liked it. And <laughs> um, then I'd, I'd be a skim coater. Like, I, you know, get by just with the flavor. So, but now I'm like, I, I take out the tub and, and <clears throat> I, I, t- I scoop out the inner bread of the bagel just so I could fill more cream cheese. You know, I, I could eat a tub of cream cheese with, just with a spoon. Oh, oh, yeah, the jalapeno, California, California jalapeno cream cheese by Phil, the Philly stuff, and the mm-hmm. garlic and herb one, and the chive and onion. I'm a savory cream. So
1: the the chive and onion I can almost deal with, um, because it almost comes off as like a onion dip, like an onion dip, or like even like a cheese
0: spread. Yeah. You know. Um, oh, did you ever try the? The jalapeno one, or I the garlic.
1: And I, I like a jalapeno bagel. No, try the holo- you California a, you jalap California. Ever have a
0: jalapeno bagel? Of course, I. Have. Come on.
1: Well, I don't know.
0: Jalapeno cheddar bagel.
1: uh no, not don't you just straight up just as little chunks of jalapeno in it?
0: Yeah, I've had it with like cheddar cheddar jalapeno.
1: Oh, interesting. I'll try that.
0: You toast it. It comes. Oh, uh,
1: you make make a BLT with that?
0: <laughs> it is. Oh, it's fantastic uh, this is something i did not know i think all of our listeners are stunned you're not a cream cheese fan
1: no uh my the the softer or spoiled the uh, cheeses and milk products i'm not a fan i hate yogurt i'm completely gag on it I ah, love yogurt. uh sour cream gag oh my
0: god i have that uh, that daisy squeezable sour cream i could just lay uh, there and squeeze it into my mouth
1: we we had quesadillas for dinner tonight and uh the the little squeeze that uh, tried it on a uh, her little mini one that we made and 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 loved it and but didn't eat the rest of the KCD and I couldn't eat it because that stuff was on it.
0: Have you tried it?
1: Yes. Yes, it's a a, a texture, a taste, the a, a, a smell, everything just oh god. And any kind green. of uh, and like yeah. Sour cream, cream cheese, cottage cheese, yogurt, all that stuff. Out the window. Fuck it. Give me a nice English farm cheddar <laughs> that I could spread on my bagel.
0: Can you spread English farm cheddar?
1: It's, it's like putting gravel on your uh, on your bread. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, folks. Man.
0: The things you learn. Uh, all right. Well. I think we are talking about St. Nick Day on that one, but let's go to your first pick here. Whoa! Fat 540! I'm getting aggro on this kicker! Stop that pickle revert! Excellent! Your lingo is progressing nicely!
1: Can I go to the bathroom?
0: Uh, Say the snowboard!
1: Um, I gotta blast a dookie?
0: Duke <laughs> It was so hard. I have a Simpsons clip too. It was so hard. Because I didn't want to use any Christmas vacation clips. Whoops. Uh, well, I'm not saying you can.
1: Oh, no. I knew, but it was going to happen.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I wanted to. You probably used the one, knowing that what we both talked about, you probably used the one I wanted to use. So it's a good thing I didn't. Hmm. Um, but, uh, we're, we're doing a whole show on it, so that's your Christmas present. Yeah, show. and
1: I figured I'm probably going to end up even using the same clip twice. Well,
0: uh, I went th- when but, I went through a last year's Christmas memory show, one of my picks was Scrooge, so that was one of my memories.
1: Yeah, I, I'm i like, eh.
0: Whatever, I'll talk about it next year, too.
1: I was trying to remember, I, and I realized it was, we did a whole Christmas song episode, right? Yes. I talked about Johnny Mathis Christmas. I think is that what? Yeah, okay, that's what that show was. Because I went back and listened to the last Christmas memory, I'm like, I do not have a memory of not talking about this memory. (laughs) So, Um, I I thought we did a Christmas commercials show.
0: No, not yet. That's a good one, though.
1: All right, let's write that one down.
0: We uh, we've done Christmas. I can pull up the archives for all of you, and then. Then people can go back and listen because I made that nice archive sheet for you, Squeezer. Remember, mm-hmm. uh, which was, is really handy. And um, uh, right, file op- It's in the cloud. I saved it in the cloud.
1: And uh, anywho, you go on. Um, believe it or not, I am not um the greatest athlete in the world. You make may i know no. this is two there's two shockers in one show all right um and i'm not one of those uh crazy ass extreme sport uh snowboarding types either but one christmas um uh, little squeezer got his first and only snowboard kind of uh so this was i was th- i thought about this when we were talking about uh Last year we talked about the uh, like the toboggans and sleds and like that big item that you saw like coming down the steps. Mm-hmm. And the one year I got a snowboard, and I was probably maybe seven or eight, maybe God, I hope I wasn't older. Um, it was not your traditional snowboard though. This was very much a you know this is what they sell at Walmart kind of snowboard. And it was probably no more than three feet tall standing up. And I mean, it was as flexible as it could come.
0: Yeah. I think right? we sold, just, uh, we sold these at KB.
1: Yeah. I you know, maybe that's where it came from. We, they did pla- so, so you know exactly arrive, what I'm talking about. They'd
0: arrive in this big white box, the display box. You just cut the top off and people would pull them right out of there. Yep.
1: Yeah. And, uh, it, it, uh, it had just rubber straps that were uh, like rubber pop riveted into the basis that you would just slide your little boots in and away you would go, kind of. Uh, and it looked like mine was yellow and had all these kind of patterns on. It, it looked like it looked like they took a bunch of trapper keepers and just glued them together and then put straps on it. What's wrong with that? That's basically what it was. Uh, and you would not be able to, in any kind of fresh snow be able to go down the, the second you tried to like kind of what, what's the term what do they do they kick in drop in drop in i
0: don't, I don't do snow things i don't fucking okay
1: know. when they would when they would when you would drop in onto the hill or that i don't know um and I, I watched snowboarding once every like four years for a little bit and then i find curling on another channel and then i watch that uh, you would immediately this soft little flexible board the nose would just dig into the snow or into the ground and you would just plant face first. Uh, and, and that's pretty much how it went for until you figured out uh, you would take uh, like one of the big inflatables and make you would have to get one of those days where you had a nice nice fresh snow, right fresh And then powder, you, they you call start it. making that path and packing it down and packing it down until finally so you, you just, had
0: basically a sheet of ice. You just made basically like a, a, a snow log flume. <laughs>
1: yes. And then, now here's the trick. I know I'm not, you know, the greatest athlete in the world. And that I'm not uh, a fan of, uh, like, sour cream and... Uh, yeah, I know. But I'm also not very good at standing upright at high speeds. Okay. Yeah. So? And so even with this, I would fail miserably. All my friends thought this thing was awesome because they could, you know, simply slide down on this thing. I ended up just sitting on it and sliding my ass <laughs> down, uh, basically using a long, narrow sled instead of, you know, like one of those little plastic discs that you would get. Mm-hmm. Which as you got older and realized you could drop down on your knees on those things, those were the best, especially on freshly packed snow. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't ever remember what happened at, and I think I remember trying to use it way longer, um, than I probably should have, where so like, it just didn't fit anymore. Ages
0: six to seven, I think.
1: Yeah, I probably got it even later than probably the actual age. And I think it made it very clear, um, that a proper snowboard would be a poor investment. Um, so I, I give thanks, That's right, Thanksgiving. Well, I'm thankful on Christmas for getting, um, such a mediocre piece of plastic snowboard that, uh, much like, uh, playing, uh, youth baseball, it made me realize, um, I should go, uh, work in an industry, um, that watches sports and not participates in said sports.
0: Uh, cheap plastic snowboards that squeeze your God as Christmas presents. Was your, were your parents sending you a message that they wanted you to be? Or was this like when your parents bought you a cheapskate? Oh,
1: oh, yeah. that That's what they thought. They're like, oh, we're going to – this is going to be our star athlete one day. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like uh, when – I don't know. It's a, when uh, Ted Ginn, you know, threw <laughs> a little football to Ted Ginn Jr. And – well, Ted Ginn Jr. didn't probably catch it. But uh, bad example –
0: um, my parents never thought I was going to be an athlete my mom yeah. tells the story of how she came in one day and I had my feet up on the wall staring at the ceiling and she's like Ryan what the hell are you doing and I was like oh, I'm being a turtle and she's like what <laughs> I was like, I'm being a turtle she uh, was never not amazed by how much pleasure I could get staring at a wall I guess that's why I'm good for this industry right yeah. Okay. Um, my next pick squeeze uh, is about uh, your parents uh, were divorced, right?
1: Uh, yes.
0: As were as were mine, but there was one point where they seemingly got along, um, and uh, but you know one of the main battles in their in their marriage was what type of lights we had. Good one, Dad. Okay, kids, prepare to be dazzled. Marge, turn on the juice. What do you think, kids? Nice try, Dad. Nah, just
1: hold your horses, son. <laughs> hey, hey, Simpson.
0: What is it, Flanders?
1: Oh, uh, do you think this looks okay? <laughs> oh, you need It's too bright. <laughs> uh, a flanders, a to
0: show-off. So, <laughs> my parents uh, were on two sides of of the fence here. My dad loved the multicolored lights, but you get a, you get a string, you get every color of the rainbow—rgbiv, R- R- rgbiv. Mm-hmm. My mom liked the classical clear white lights. That's it. Like nothing else, and the little ones too, not the the big ones. Yeah. I was always with my dad. I liked the big, giant, bulb, multicolor lights. This would be a fight. And it was always a standoff. My dad would get the yard, and my mom would would um, get inside. But anything my dad wanted inside multicolored, no, no, no. The tree, white lights, and the tree had to have a theme. We could have like different ornaments on it, but the lights had to be the same. The ribbon had to match. The topper had to match. Mm-hmm. My mom was very uh, classical when it came to decorating. My dad was more like me and make it look as gaudy and colorful as possible. (laughs) Got to keep your attention, you know? Uh, So one of their, one thing that we always remembered, my sister reminded me of this, is that they used to fight all the time over the lights. And my dad, we'd help him decorate for Christmas. He was like Clark Griswold, Uh, even before, like Clark. Well, the reason Clark Griswold, that scene was so great, is because that was our parents, yeah right that's like he it was exaggerated because no man it would would take like three months i think three or four months to put as many lights as clark did for one person i know because enchantress's dad does it at their house and he starts in september Jeez. yeah it's a crazy setup why
1: even why even put him away then (laughs) he doesn't put all of them away I on, honestly, I left my my second floor, the ones up on the top of my roof, up all year, and I just said, "Fuck it, I'm not uh, climbing we, up there." And dad... I'd have to actually weave the I weave them in and out of the uh, the main line coming off the pole into the house, mm-hmm. so I, I try to avoid that.
0: Um, my uh, my dad would wait for the first first big thaw of the winter. <laughs> yeah, around Easter, that's when you get your Christmas lights down. <laughs> oh i love when there's a good amount of snow and i'm like i ah, can't do it yeah so he put he had these candy canes that he put out and he'd have all those plastic blow mold like santa and frosty oh. and i had like a mini one foot frosty that was the same Aww. style as the one at the, that i'd put, that he bought me somewhere and i electrocuted myself on
1: <laughs> sorry no that's all right
0: uh and i had it in my window that was like my decoration Uh, but decorating was, was always, my mom ran the inside of the house and, and, uh, pop was allowed the outside, even if my mom didn't approve. She, it was before the era of, uh, inflatable, um, I can only imagine. Yeah, it it would be, he would have every single one of them, but he loved the blow mold, which I still do. I I love the classic blow molds.
1: Well, yeah, it's, uh, it's the nostalgia thing of it, you know, uh, I mean, that's what you grew up seeing. That's what was, you know, all over the place. People would make little scenes out of them.
0: Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, there was a thing about people stealing baby Jesus from nativity sets. Yeah. That was always a thing.
1: Um, yeah. We were, we were uh, kind of we my parents they never they never fought over that they had plenty of other shit to fight over, um, but my mom always wanted to keep it low key so uh, we didn't even have any exterior lights on the house we just did we did candles in all the windows
0: oh yeah that's a that's a um thing around which here. in our old house electric candles I mean, right?
1: it was a, well it was a ton of windows and uh you also would have they had those three banger ones. You know, like, you know, you'd put that in the middle window and then the ones on the sides. And, you know, there's not enough outlets everywhere. So there's just extension cords running all throughout the house. Um, and then uh, there'd be like a wreath in the window. And that was it that you would see from, you know, the street. But it would look nice. And that's kind of like what I do now. I do candles in the windows, but I did do two rows of lights on the, on the gutters. But other than that, I keep it low key. On my tree... I like, you know, just keep it fun. You know, I'm, I'm all about the fun when it comes to the tree-colored lights. and uh, But I like the little colored lights. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, a ton of ornaments. Well, what started happening was, and we talked about this last year in the tree disaster, when my mom's, when the big tree in the living room fell over mm-hmm. and all her German glass ornaments broke. Mm-hmm. That's because that was after, yeah, they got divorced. Then she t- basically took over the tree. Mm-hmm. and that became mm-hmm. her, again, got real into the classical thing. I mean, remember, I just told you she put oranges in our shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, so she tried to make it as the most traditional, because we had one of those fake rooms in our house, like that that front living room. That oh, really? Was like,
0: oh, yeah. Oh, geez. <laughs> I'm all right, Mr. Rockefeller, sorry. It was a waste of space. Yeah, but, I mean... We had the we had we couldn't afford any extra rooms in our house. Well, it's because
1: we didn't have a dining room. We just that was the living room. And well, we put an addition on.
0: Who dining um, room? I bet you had indoor plumbing too, Mister Fancy Pants.
1: Oh, we we shit in our house, <laughs> and then every night I have to take the bucket out back and dump it.
0: <laughs> no, you seriously um, had one of those. My friends' parents, my rich Parkland friends, had uh, non-sitting sitting rooms.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was like the entire front half of the house was just like a waste I never got it the only time we would use it was at Christmas hmm. um, it was the most uncomfortable furniture and it was a place for my mom to store all her antique shit that she would buy but eventually, after they got divorced she took over the tree and made it like the classic classical you know uh, traditional tree and then we got a fake tree in the in what became the living in the in the back and the addition that they put on Which, if they would have just used the front room as a living room, they wouldn't have had to put an addition on. (laughs) In hindsight, that would have been a good idea. Was
0: this the place by Stravino's?
1: Yep. Yeah. Beautiful red brick house, and someone bought it and painted it pink. Yeah. Yeah. We Um, had that. But yeah, then we got to decorate the... uh, the fake tree in the back with all our fun stuff. It's like, take all your memories and put them here. I got my glass fancy shit that I have now.
0: Mm, yeah. We had, uh, we were allowed to put the ornaments on the tree, but my mom kept it like, Oh, no, put that there. Put that here. You know, um, she had control over it. Now. I don't know if you saw, did I show you the picture? Olive climbs up on our tree. Yeah, it was adorable. Yeah. So I made that animation. Did I show you the animation? Yeah. So, uh, if you go on radiers.com. There's a little image of a tree, and there's a little cartoon olive popping out of it. <laughs> um, it's on our in our logo at the top.
1: Oh, and if I may throw out a little PSA, folks, mm-hmm. uh, when, before you put your tree in your tree stand, check to make sure that the bottom's not cracked. Each year, just do yourself a little little water test. Oh, you buy uh, a live one? Yeah, we got a live one every year.
0: We have a fake um, one.
1: And uh, she loved it, but when I put the tree in, and I always put like a, a little tarp underneath it, just in case there's any leakage or to keep it from staining the god awful carpet that's been in this house for hundred years. <laughs> um, but I'm I have a two year old. I'm not about to replace it. Yeah, um,
0: no, not yet. Wait till she uh, paints it. Yeah.
1: Um, and I noticed like it was sucking up a lot more water than it should, and I tipped it over, and I realized like water was pooling underneath. So I had to take it out, put it in a bucket, and I I don't know what to do with it. So I I didn't have any rope handy, so I had two extension cords. And there's two extension cords tied to my tree, and then, like, guide wires going up and down to, like, the railing on the stairs uh, for a good, you know, 36 hours uh, holding my tree up. Um, So that's the other thing. Always have extension cords handy if you need to uh, suspend a tree. (coughs) But do yourself a favor and check to make sure there's not a hole in the bottom first.
0: That's good. good tip. Good tip, Squeeze.
1: You learn something new every day.
0: Yeah, I know this. Okay. Um, squeeze, here is your next pick. Uh, all right. <laughs> What the hell is this? Uh,
1: There's only so much sound that you can get from uh, elf bowling.
0: Oh, is that from elf bowling?
1: Yeah, there's no soundtrack, but annoying elves, elves, uh, you know, taunting and cursing out Santa.
0: Oh. This is an early computer game, right?
1: Uh, Yeah, uh, 1999. It was, believe it or not, I, I didn't even realize that I was a part of what was probably the most successful clickbait advertising game of its time. Uh, so like this was 99 and the, the company uh, EndStorm, which was a subsidiary of Envision design. Uh, these two guys, uh, where the hell Dan Ferguson and Michael Belinsky. Uh, and this was an internet ad firm. And, what they did was, and they, they considered themselves like, oh, we're going to do crazy stuff. And I guess back then, you know, you're coming up with different ideas to do shit. They d- created this game, a uh, real basic bowling game, which on the technical side isn't that bad of a bowling game for being freeware. And they spread it via email. Um, and it was an exe file, which back in 99. You could open an .exe
0: file without, right? I mean,
1: it was, yeah, well, and it, was like, it was like asking for, people thought it was a big, oh, virus, mm-hmm. and it kind of was, and uh, so they had a, they created this game, they started an email list, and uh, people were able to uh, sign up, get this game, and then send it to friends, and it basically became like a, a video game uh, chain letter, and... At the end of it, there was an advertisement, and it would click on you when after you're done playing a game, you would like click on the ad if you wanted to. You weren't even forced to, but this it had a 23% click rate. Oh wow! Yeah, and their company, their the company like blew up like three million dollars in one year, which in 1999 internet money just two guys starting something like, and then they ended up selling it. They at one point in the Dece- in December of '99. They had seven point six million pl- people playing this game. Elf bowling. Elf bowling. Huh. A little freeware game. I I played the shit out of this, and I was a big you know PC gaming kid back then. Um, I mean, what was what was I probably playing then? Uh, probably StarCraft and Fallout. Uh, Fallout and, back then. What? Yeah, oh. the uh, Fallout Two. Fallout, <coughs> Oh, when Fallout 2 came out. But yeah, I would have been playing Nose and uh like Sim City and all that shit. But again, Elf Bowling much like uh the packaged uh Space Cadet Pinball, I would just burn hours uh just clicking away at this thing. But it it w- it was fun and and gross and it was designed for someone like me. Um, cuz what happened is the elves the elves go on strike and Santa's solution is to use them as bowling pins <laughs> what a and murder bastard. them with his bowling ball.
0: What a dickhead.
1: Um, and like the elves, they'd be out there smoking. They'd have little signs on strike. They'd moon you. They'd taunt you. There was one that would actually move out of the way as you're picking up the spare and fuck you over. Um, then they also had they the same company. They did uh, this game called Frogapult. Do you remember that? No. It was another one of those little clickbaity kind of games uh, where you'd try to uh, launch a frog and land it on a on a pad, and if you were over or under, uh, or timed it poorly, you would either be eaten by piranhas and alligator or picked out of the air by birds. And you see how far you can get with like ten frogs before you know losing all your frogs. Well, this frog makes an appearance and it hops across the the lane, and you can flatten it with your bowling ball, and then the bird comes and picks him up. Um, there's also a reindeer that wanders up to the side, and if you intentionally throw your ball hard in the gutter, it <laughs> launches out, hits the deer in the head, and kills it. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah. Uh, it's just a fun little game that you're supposed to play at work, uh, when you should be productive. I did it at home, at no, just, and I, I was also in a bowling league, too, so I was kind of into it. But, uh, oh, it was a lot of fun. Oh, and one of the elves would get decapitated, when the pin setting machine would rip his head off, um, it was adorable.
0: Uh, it I sounds adorable. I love this kid. Well, you you probably didn't play because you were one of those Mac kids, huh? I uh, no, I didn't start using Mac till I went to film school. Squeezer. Ooh, and oh, that worked out in the year two thousand. Oh well, yeah, all
1: right. So this would have been around. Uh, I mean, it was uh, this was huge. Uh, and my mom played it too. It was weird. It was kind of like when I found out she liked South Park. It kind of ruined
0: it for me a little bit. I still don't think my mom decided to use a computer. <laughs> I don't think my dad does at this point. He got us in <laughs> the computer. Tell me that. <laughs> no, nah, I don't think so. Uh, but yeah, they.
1: What, and then I, I don't know. I'm trying to dig further because some of it doesn't make sense to me why there wouldn't be a lawsuit, but. There is a version of this on Nintendo DS. Um, it's called Elf Bowling 1 and 2. And it is critically panned as possibly one of the worst uh, bits of coding ever released for uh, the DS or any Nintendo product. Uh, but they're saying, and they, they claim that, it was done without the knowledge and permission and of copyright violation. Um of the owners and designers of the original, and I'm I'm looking for more than just the quotes that I'm finding, because I feel like that should have been a lawsuit. No. Yeah. So, so take take that for what it is. That but there is a much poorer version. The actual 1999 freeware version that was spread as spam mail uh, is better than the one that you would pay twenty dollars for um, to play on a Game Boy. But yeah, I I adore this game and I, I would I would still play it.
0: Well it's good to know. I'll put that in my go back and why well, I I heard of this before. I've talked about it before on the show. Okay. That might be uh, what I've, I've heard. I don't of.
1: know why I brought it up. It's just uh I'm trying to think where we talked about that it would have come up, but there's so many random things that, you know, Santa Bowling Elves uh We'll you squeeze, know, that it could just pop at, up in casual conversation.
0: We're at 103 shows now. I mean, we've talked about a lot. That's true. Well, not really. We kind of talk about the same thing over and over and over. That's also true.
1: <laughs> still. And we don't necessarily even talk about what we're talking about, so. Also true. Also
0: true. Uh All right. Well, uh, that was a good one. Here is my next one. You might be a little confused as to what this song is, but you'll start. if Some people know what I'm talking about. Pickle, pa, 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 pickle, 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 pa,
1: pickle. Pa pickle 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 pa pickle pa 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 pickle 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 pa pickle. Kind of can't get it out of your head, can you? Don't, Don't stop pickle it. it. <laughs> Pa pickle 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 pa pickle.
0: pickle 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 ba, pickle pa pickle ba, ba, pickle pickle. So we Is have Is that sh- it
1: or does it keep going?
0: Nah, that's, that's as long as I can find. I'm sure there's uh. a ten hour version on YouTube somewhere. It's a pickle song. I found it on YouTube because I found a lot of weird shit on YouTube. But, no kidding. Uh you know, we're on YouTube, so there did, you go. Did
1: you... Well, that's a good point. Did you watch all 10
0: hours of it? <laughs> <laughs> did it not watch all 10 hours of it? Did you watch 36 hours of Narwhal? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's... I, someone said something about Narwhal. I don't know this one.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. It, it, it's basically one of the... I, I forgot at least three or four roll, classic Rolling Stone songs to <laughs> make room for Narwhal. Well...
0: Lose sympathy for the devil and make room for pickle, but pickle, but pa pickle. Pa- 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 pickle. <laughs> so we had a tradition in our house. My mom had this pickle ornament. I think it comes from German culture. Do you know the pickle ornament?
1: I know of the. Uh, is it a mad scientist that uses the carcass of a rat to just become oh, the? Oh no
0: no no! That's uh, pickle Rick. Pickle Rick. I'm pickle Rick. God, such a great episode of television. Uh, I guess it's a United States tradition from... Oh, it comes from Germany. Of course it does. Uh, so it's uh, you get a, a, a ornament that looks like a pickle, a glass pickle for, or an aluminum pickle for your Christmas tree. And um, it's hidden on Christmas Eve. And whoever finds it, uh, you get a prize or good fortune for the year or you know the way we did it was you get to be Santa Claus and hand out the presents, and my sister was the only one who gave a shit about finding the pickles. so She'd always find it every year because she wanted to just give all the presents to herself right away. <laughs> she reminded me of that, but not, like Chris and I didn't even care to search for it. Um, it's I guess it's they thought uh, the, when I'm reading it was originated in Germany, but it's been discounted. It's an American tradition created created in the late nineteenth century. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it's it's a, it's, a, it's a lie that it comes from Germany. Woolworths was the first company to um, sell the import these and sell them. It was just a it was just glass blown vegetables, and the pickle became a thing.
1: That is so weird
0: it's true here's one suggested origin the tradition came from camp sumter during the american civil war the barbarian born private john c lower had enlisted in the 103rd pennsylvania infantry of course pennsylvania represent but was captured in april of 1864 and taken to prison camp as stories <laughs> told on christmas eve he begged the car a guard for a pickle while starving the guard provided the pickle which Laura later credited for saving his life. After returning to his family, he began the tradition of hiding a pickle on their Christmas tree each year.
1: Hmm, that's a sweet story.
0: Pennsylvania.
1: What if you don't find it and you have a, a rotten old cucumber? And it's,
0: well, it's pickled, so I guess you'd be all right. <laughs> well, pickled is not the same as rotten, right? No, no, no. It's it'll
1: preserve. It'll last a little bit longer.
0: Yeah, yeah. Pickle could last forever, right?
1: Well, all right. Take a. Tell you what. You take a pickle, (laughs) throw it under your couch, (laughs) and uh, come summer. uh, Tell me what you find. Ash
0: muffin will end up. Yeah, Yeah, olive will eat it. Yeah. Um,
1: Well, that's. I think it's in the Only in the last. I don't know. 50 60 years maybe like that Christmas has really been like
0: well it's, it's when coca-cola took it over all
1: right so what, was 30s yeah but even then like uh, the mass commercialization like the all the like the crazy amount of presents and stuff that you would see um that probably wasn't until like the toy industry really kicked into gear either huh um you
0: didn't
1: have figures and place it's like you had metal trucks and yeah dolls
0: yeah the toy industry and kind of, of blew up in the. it kind of like exploded in the 80s but started in the 70s 70
1: even uh
0: migo and gi joe uh even even the 50s and 60s po- yeah. post-war mm-hmm.
1: when you had all that industry that was used to make bombs now they have all this machinery so now we're gonna let's make some toys we found. I found some old shit from, like, the 50s, uh, some old... They're not a lot of fun, but, like, uh, cleaning out my uh, dad's house. They're old, like, baseball figures, these uh, uh, horse figurines. Uh, what the hell is the name of the company that made them? Uh, started with an H. Um, you know, and, like, little army men and stuff like that. Um, so it, it, I would say it started probably post-war, and then, yeah... 70s and then, yeah, 80s by far, once the they realized that they could um, create our memories for us as marketing. I i, I thought about this the other day because I was watching cartoons with my kid, and they have these new dolls out there where it's basically like, I forgot what they are, like unboxed dolls. No clue. Where it, it's like a, a cheap Barbie doll, um, and they come with like a couple boxes that you open up, and you know, they're just they look like Amazon boxes, and you unbox it and you get your, you know, shoes or your clothes or whatever they do for their doll. Mm-hmm. And then, like the monsters that they are, they sell these boxes. Basically, it's a microtransaction toy. So parents have to go out and just
0: buy, you know. Oh, they blind boxes. Blind boxes. The blind box. That's the thing. Blind box. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to Um, buy them just to, you don't know where you're going to get, but that's been going on since we were kids.
1: Yeah, but now it's, (laughs) I mean, now it's really a thing. Now, well, it's, you know, an internet, you know, fad as well, and, you know, also look at all the shit that, you know, you know, we'd buy at like Comic-Con or, you Mm -hmm. know, something like that, but it got me thinking like, wow, that is so evil that you're doing, and then it hit me, it's like. He-Man and G.I. Joe and Ninja Turtles and Ghostbusters exist to sell us toys. Yeah. And I thank them for that. It's not a bad thing. Maybe. But, like, it, it was as shady, you know, I mean, look at, you know, just go back and watch Toys That Made Us.
0: Well, before Toys That Made Us does a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle episode, you can watch 10 facts you might not know about the Ninja Turtles this weekend on Radier's YouTube. Oh shit. I'm giving You're myself a deadline.
1: Giving yourself a deadline. Oh, you just did it. But to be fair, we've done this before, folks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Long listeners of the show are just rolling their eyes
1: right now. It's like, You'll oh, get it. I put promise. On the internet.
0: I got I got the script written. I'm going to do the voice. I'm ready for it. I can't fucking wait and I got good I was reading you my you didn't even know my fucking some of my things
1: it's no tough. no I was. it was some really cool actual non uh, clickbait Wikipedia info
0: yeah non Wikipedia not clickbait I did research kids I read a book or two I have, ci- I have citations just like they teach in school and stuff Learn, book learned in school <laughs> Okay.
1: You didn't just throw information out and say it wasn't cited and do it anyway?
0: <laughs> um, all right, we're only on your third pick, so we're going we're gonna to hurry it up now because we feel like we've been doing this for four hours. An hour mm, and three just, minutes. Just one. All right, here's your next pick. You want to hurry this up, Clark? I'm freezing my baguettes off. 250 strands of lights, 100 individual bulbs per strand for a grand total of 25,000 imported Italian twinkle lights. Hey! 25,000.
1: Well, I hope nobody I know drives by and sees me
0: standing in the yard staring at the house in my pajamas. If they know your dad, they won't think anything of it. If <laughs> they know your dad, they won't think anything. Was of
1: Rusty it? typing in that yard? Oh, sorry, to I leave my mic up? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that, that's my, uh, uh, mandatory Christmas vacation clip I had to throw in there.
0: He might have been, typing in the yard. Old Russ. Maybe. Old Johnny Galecki.
1: Um, so yeah, Clark was one of those houses that you would have to drive by and check out at Christmas, right? Yeah, I guess, yeah. yeah. And this was, like, oh, that one for sure. Like, that's the one thing that
0: this all movie is right, off about. I know where you're getting at. Where were all the people just randomly parked staring at their house you're going into the bane of my childhood existence oh you hated this oh my god <laughs> we listened to delilah spin oh, oh, easy. Oh, I, li- you, you
1: just, I buried that part of this memory oh no I,
0: <laughs> easy listening I, christmas music a lot of oh, kenny oh, g oh,
1: <laughs> oh, oh I, it was such a happy memory looking at lights and now when you put audio to it it sucks it's like our
0: podcast yeah uh, yeah that's always my childhood uh oh, let's ruined it let's get in the dark car where it's too dark to play your game boy and or yep. drive around and look at christmas lights oh let's drive to philly and see the lit boathouses but they, they do that every day but mom i have school tomorrow you always like staying up like, late. <laughs> but i don't
1: oh <laughs> uh, would you and would they pajama you up first uh, I don't even You'd remember. You'd be riding around in your little footie pajamas so yeah. that Dad can carry you inside when you're done?
0: Yeah, I guess. Uh, we, yeah, we were. there's three of us, so we were on our own pretty much.
1: Uh, um, yeah, they would, they'd box us up in the car and we would go, either the parents would do it or uh, it was a go-to, the grandparents loved to do it, um, if they were watching us and, uh, it was an excuse to get us out of the house before we would destroy something, um, and yeah, there were always a couple go-tos in the neighborhood um, that they would go all out. And you know now there's a TV show about it. And you know, there, wait,
0: wait, 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 back up. There's a TV what? show about this.
1: Yeah, it's the Great American Christmas something or other. Hang on, I'll Google it. Christmas light fight. That's it. It's ABC for sure. Yeah, it's ABC. The Great American Christmas Light Fight, where they have a competition, and, you know, people light up their houses. Got a 6.4 on IMDb. Oh. And then, you know, then there's all the, now with the internet, too, they, you know, it became a thing, like, on, on YouTube, all the... Houses set to, uh, synced up with music and shit like that, and then people would watch those, but it's not the same as seeing them in person, is it, Ryan? No. No. <laughs> I didn't realize how, how,
0: how, how hurtful this would be. It's from, I thought you meant, like, lights in the parkway, where something, like, oh, is planned. Oh, that, that too. We would get to that yeah. eventually, like, and like when, they real, when the city
1: realized that they can make money off of it.
0: Yeah, which is bad enough, but, like, like, ah. Oh, Driving to Philly and back Exclusion. Ah, see, we didn't go that far
1: Um uh, <sighs> We just, you know, randomly drive
0: On a Ford Bronco and, and
1: it, you know, We'd go around the Bronco And my dad, cause you know, cause he worked for the state Driving a truck, so he knew every back road And so he He would like plot out, he knew where all the houses were So he could drive us around And you know Find all the cool ones to go to Um, but yeah I did, like, there was something, know about night driving that I'm still a fan of today, uh, but night driving when you don't have to drive and you're in just, oh, you're in your pajamas and you can just cuddle up in the truck with your pillow. Oh, <laughs> uh, that Bronco was cozy. I love that truck.
0: Yeah, my dad had a Bronco, too. I, eight,
1: 88 Bronco, too.
0: And it was kind of like a bench back seat. Oh, he had a Bronco, yeah. too? Yeah, or it was my, Bronco 2. My dad had a Bronco. I said Bronco 2 as in like also. Oh, no, this it, was a
1: Bronco 2. The smaller compact will flip your ass over if you take the turn too sharp Bronco 2.
0: <laughs> well, the Bronco also is, was oh, like yeah. that. He, the Bronco was even worse, the center of gravity. He had a full size Bronco.
1: I wish I could have that thing back.
0: Yeah, I remember your Bronco 2.
1: Yeah, I love that thing. I um, was like yeah,
0: 12 we, years ago, you had that thing
1: of what year is it? 18? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. I got rid of that in 06. Yeah, I would kill to have that back now. Just as my, my fun little driving... Death trap. <laughs> my fun little driving death trap. And That thing had power windows for an 88. That was... <laughs> That was some fancy driving. Although the motor on it was going bad, you'd have to hold the button and then smash your fist against <laughs> the panel to activate it to go up. <laughs> yeah.
0: My dad's Bronco. The back seat was a bench, so the seat kind of like ended, and then there were the wheel, like humps. Yep. That's kind of what you laid your head on. Ah. <laughs> uh, oh, so bad. No, nah,
1: this had this had nice like the. Uh, the uh rail the, what did like the armrest if you would cuz it was the they had the big uh the big windows
0: mhm um yeah the windows the that back. went from the back all the way to the to the to yeah. you yeah that's what uh
1: and but so it had like kind of like a built-in armrest there and it was spongy like it was real rubbery so yeah, it was yeah, actually kind of yeah, soft yeah. but they it had the little the um the little clasp the little thing to lock in the the cover for the back um and you could put the seats down and then put that cover, you know, just behind the driver's seat where that clasp would be. Which means it's right there where your hand would be. And it's two little spring-loaded black clips that are, you know, you would push to release it. So you would, I would just sit back there just going click, 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 click. And it would drive everyone mad. And there is nothing you can do about it. Except yell at me. And then I would just click it more. Because at that point, I was all in. I'm like, what are you going to do? And I was just a little OCD dick. And, you know, yeah. That was...
0: It beat Delilah, I guess. Yeah, Delilah was the worst.
1: Oh, I completely forgot about that. Delilah. But, yeah, that was...
0: And people with their sad stories. Delilah! All right, let me pull on my... Let me pull on my... my, my uh... Michael PSA's voice. Well, fuck, Delilah. My, I got an idea. I call Delilah and tell her about my wife that left me and dedicate Kenny G's Christmas to her and she'll gonna come back to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was pretty bad. Yeah. yeah d- Delilah. Uh, why couldn't I, we just
1: listen to Christmas music?
0: I need more interns. In the my- um, <laughs> I was I got stuck in voices. <laughs> I my my Barack. My, what's hey, Delilah, it's Barry. Uh, I talked to Michelle, Malia, Sasha. They all want to hear. Um, Kenny Kenny G's Christmas. If you could play, always <laughs> Kenny G's Christmas. <laughs> I don't think Delilah played anything else. I really don't. Did Michael Bolton have a Christmas album? Because I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure he's sure everyone, everyone played had a- that too. Oh. Uh
1: she was probably one of those guys that put one out every year. Delilah. Harlan HBO special.
0: It was uh, Philadelphia's WMGK. Easy listening. Before it went classic rock, it was easy listening. Mm-hmm. 102.9 WMGK, Delilah. I think she was also on. Uh, she was lo- locally syndicated up here, too. Was she? I, I think, think she, so. No, she was on MGK. Uh, later on she was on lev i think all right that's where but they
1: had like early her. on uh, they, she wouldn't have been on on down there and up here that they wouldn't have that in such close market no, i think that cars. was
0: after when mgk went classic rock gotcha she was started being on lev but yeah early early 90s late 80s she was on in wmgk that's right two point nine, easy listening <laughs> yeah all right um oh my next one's fun here we go
1: It's the real Ghostbusters Firehouse playset.
0: Bagman, our firehouse is haunted. No way. Oh no. I've been goo. (laughs) Dinging ghosts to the stadium.
1: The real Ghostbusters, each sold separately,
0: assembly required. I I potted the wrong fan, Squeezer. So, in uh, 1988, Squeezer. Mm -hmm. my mom put up two Christmas... You talked about two Christmas trees? Yep. So my mom decided to do two Christmas trees. We lived in a bi-level house. I think I explained our house before on the show, but I'll just go over it once again. I'll do the Stanley... Rest in peace, Stanley. The Stanley method where he said, treat every comic book like it's a reader's first. We'll treat every podcast like it's a listener's first.
1: We treat every podcast like a broadcaster's first.
0: (laughs) Uh, so our house was a bi-level. So you would, um, the lower level wasn't, the entrance wasn't on in the front. It was, there was an entrance in the back and, uh, there was no basement and, um, you'd walk up, up a landing and a porch to go in your front door. And then you're, you're basically at the center when you come in the front door and you walk upstairs to get to the main level and walk downstairs to the lower level. So in our top level, we always had the Christmas tree. In 1988, my mom decides to put the Christmas tree downstairs and have her parents, my grandparents, stay over at the house. My mom tells a story that uh, they slept in our, our what was our computer room. So we had a full garage at the, at the bottom left-hand side, but my dad split it in half, turned one room into his work-slash-junk area. And if you know me and you've seen my basement, you get this. And mm-hmm. the other half into our-slash-computer room, <laughs> which had our Commodore 64 and later our Nintendo. Uh, they slept in there on these... Do you remember those chairs that kind of, like, they're like if you'd unfold them, they'd be like a twin mattress, but they'd fold up, and you could, like, sit on it?
1: Like a futon?
0: It, it was kind of like, but it was a chair. Okay. So it was, like, a like a sitting chair, and, like, you'd fold it out, it'd, it'd, like, lay flat as, like, a twin mattress, and then you'd, like, you'd fold it in half, and then you'd fold the back half up, and it'd be, like, a sitting chair?
1: Yeah. Uh, they have those in, like, hospital waiting rooms.
0: Okay, yeah, we had we had two of those, and so they slept on that, and they let my grandparents sleep in their room. And this was our first Christmas ever downstairs. Uh, for some reason, my mom decided to do it downstairs. But that year was a special year because I got the real Ghostbusters um, firehouse playset. Now, I was <clears throat> talking to my mom today, and I'm like, I remember vividly the Christmas I got the playset. We were downstairs. I'm like, so it had to be like eighty seven eighty she's a, she's eighty seven or eighty eight she said it was eighty eight and I'm like oh, was it that late in the line? I thought it came out in eighty six I don't know if it lasted that long, so I had this fact checker tonight uh i was she was completely right. The first wave came out in uh basically january eighty seven they were first advertised in eighty six for the Christmas season, but they came out in eighty seven and uh they were pretty huge for the Christmas of 87. So 88 was when the third wave came out, which had the Ghostbusters headquarters. So they came out in the Christmas. It wasn't until January of 88, really. So it wouldn't have been till Christmas of that year that I could have gotten it. Mm. So she was right saying, oh, she, she's like, oh, it was definitely 88. Um, because I remember that, year for my birthday my dad there was this like antenna sign on the mountain big rock you know what i'm talking about yep we went up there with him for my birthday and uh i got a couple of the uh uh fourth wave that came out in the spring of 88
1: were those like the scare ones uh yeah it, the, was, uh, it was like
0: the the garbage man who yep and the the the, the granny and the mailman they got me all of those Mm-hmm. And the the fright feature, and I got the little Doom buggy, the Ecto like three or whatever the hell it was. Yeah, um, the Highway Hunter, I think it was called. So yeah, that was uh, that that was that was a great Christmas because I got I didn't really have a lot of playsets. My parents didn't necessarily believe in them or cars for that matter. I think I had the most of any any toy line with the real Ghostbusters. I was so upset. So I tried to find out for my mom what year it was and it was it could have been the year prior was when I was sitting on and we were at Christmas Eve in my grand my grandmother's house and I was sitting on my mom's lap and I got real Ghostbusters toys from someone because we had Christmas Eve there and it was almost as good as Christmas you get plenty of toys and I was sitting there with them and my aunt my dad's sister turned to me and said "Oh have you have you seen the movie? And I immediately looked at my mom and was like, there's a movie? And we rented it not long after that. So, But I can't remember if that was my birthday or Christmas. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it was probably Christmas. But that was, that was my first introduction into the... I, I was into the cartoon and the toys before I was into the movie. Before I knew there was a movie. movie yeah, I'm trying to the remember when out. I got... When I was two years old, so.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to remember when I got my firehouse. If it was a birthday or Christmas. I think I'm going to probably go Christmas. Um, I do remember, and my aunt would recall, in in the commercial you played, the kid was actually making, like, the Ecto-1, like, siren sound. Yeah. Um, My family wanted, they they were actually debating about leaving me on actual (laughs) fire station steps. Because that's what I would do. I would just make that sound, whether or not I was driving my Ecto 1 around or I was running around with my Proton Pack on, just making that sound. And at the same time, clicking the trigger on it, making that annoying uh, ratcheting sound that it would make, uh, which, you know, is like music to my ears. But to the rest of everyone, uh, oh, I, I made life a living hell for everyone.
0: Uh, if only my parents would have. You know what? I'm glad they gave it to me. I was just going to say, if only they put it aside. They would have put it aside and kept it in the box. These sell in box on open for about 1200 $1, twelve
1: to $1,500. Jesus. You could have put yourself through another year of film school.
0: Yeah, well, absolutely I could have. But um, uh, I, I, now I'm... Look at all the skills I don't have now, Squeezer. Because I opened that firehouse headquarters. Oh well,
1: yeah, no, but all the fun memories that you do, right? Putting that ectoplasm through the
0: grates at the top and just letting and then it slowly letting
1: get, it letting it dry <laughs> and up chisel it off. Yeah, getting too many ghosts trapped in the uh, containment. Ah, oh, like, having the like, cabin. And then getting just
0: pissed. Getting my dad's uh, uh, needle nose to get him out.
1: Ah. Uh. And then I would never use. I would pretend. Uh, like I would never use the actual like base on the pole. Oh yeah, I I didn't I didn't like the way it like slowly spun around. I yeah. just took it out and like used the blue pole and let them slide down.
0: Uh, so you were kind of like when you got the proton pack, you took that big yellow thing the fuck out of there.
1: Yep. Oh, and all my figures, I snipped them. Oh
0: yeah, absolutely. We t- me too. That I think that was like a universal thing. The things the, those like. Proton streams has gotten away.
1: Yeah, I didn't need it. I had yeah. an imagination. There right. were.
0: Did, you were gonna say something. No. You're, you you sound like you were.
1: I I wasn't. I I I had I made my point, but then I continued to use words <laughs> um, that weren't necessary.
0: <laughs> oh, so you did say something like you were gonna say something, but you had nothing else to say.
1: Yes, it was just noise. They weren't words. I mean, you could construe them as words, but it was just extra noise coming out of my mouth.
0: All right. Well, fair enough. Uh, Here's your next pick. In 1933, Hess began with one little truck. Back then, a child could only dream of owning one like that. Today, every child can have a sturdy replica of the first Hess truck with doors that open and close, six real rubber wheels, real lights front and back. And a bank in the tank, where your child can start saving toward his dreams. Get this fully assembled Hess toy truck, ever-ready battery included, for 3 dollars at Hess gasoline stations. Season's greetings from the people at Hess. I was going to say, you better have that horrible ripoff of uh, uh, a Boyfriend's Back, yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's like, do you think when they did that movie Love Actually and they shoehorned, like uh, took a song and they um, shoehorned it into a Christmas song, they got their inspiration from the Hess truck? Oh, I would hope so. You know what I'm talking about? I think so. I forget what song they used, but they kind of took a regular song and shoehorned it into be a Christmas song. And that's kind of what Hess did. This, do they still sell Hess trucks, even though there's no yep. more Hess?
1: Yep. Uh, well, Hess still exists. Really? Uh, Hess as a company. So they sold off. I, I I started, you know, how we go down these roads. And next thing I know, I'm doing research on oil exploration companies. <laughs> so uh, Hess as a company still exists, but they sold off, like, all their holding assets and uh, um, uh point of sale and refineries, all that. Now they strictly do like... um, Trucks. No, no. Well, yes, yes. that's all they do is has trucks. Uh, Like exploration. Like they do surveying and like they're like a global, like we will find the oil. Ah. And then now then Exxon comes and then spills the oil, you know, (laughs) and I'm sorry, I'll up to date. BP comes and spills the oil and move on. Yeah, now... uh, now all your Hess stations are speedways. Uh, uh, allegedly there's still a couple Hess stations around, but just like in name only, from what I understand. Uh, oh, okay. I don't know if they're you can still buy Hess here. trucks at speedways. Um, I know they're doing it for a while, but you can also go on, you know, online and order them online. Um, they're not so much Hess trucks now as they are Hess things. Um, I mean, lately they've been uh, the last like two or three years, they were, they're more like monster trucks. Uh, and they all have to have
0: one year. There was a space shuttle.
1: Yeah, that was 2010. Uh, and 2014 they had, uh, 2010, I think was a jet. Uh, 2014 was a space shuttle. Uh, and since 2003, no, I'm going to keep going back 2001. So 2001, uh, was you could go back to there where it had to have like a separate, a secondary car or, or vehicle with it. And even when we were kids for a while, they had them, you know, where it would come with two cars. Uh, when was the first one? So 88, uh, it came with like a, uh, uh, a race car, um, like a, a GT style um, racer with a flatbed. And 88, that was the first year that the Hess trucks back jingle uh, was released
0: oh. um,
1: the commercial that i played before that the the long uh was that Wilfred brimley it sounded like it didn't it?
0: that i was have
1: the, diabetes that was <laughs> that was the 85 one and that was my um second hester i actually got a hess truck in 84 uh i have i got a hess truck for christmas every year from 84 until 92 do you still have them uh most of them a lot of them are in bad shape um are they worth any money some are in box in mint and the rarest ones and the older ones and then it's the same thing it became uh, uh, a a speculation bubble Mm -hmm. you know where people just started buying up pest trucks thinking they're going to be worth something
0: i would (laughs) randomly get one here or there uh, and my brother would get one or like in the nineties and stuff. I never, I never even opened them. I didn't want it. <laughs> I'm like, mom, I give this.
1: <laughs> I I mean, I just, I m- moved them into the fold with the rest of my toys, you know? Um, so yeah, I yeah think 84. A, I think if I was a,
0: younger, I probably would have enjoyed it more. But by the time I got one, I was like, I don't, I don't fucking want this. Yeah. They were quality toy trucks. On, they, w- a, they
1: really were nice trucks. They would light uh, up, um, some years they even had sound effects. They started getting crazy. 84 was the first year um, they made it a bank, uh, which was cool. So the, throughout the mid to late 80s, they were all banks. Uh, 85, that was the one for the commercial, and that was like a, a remake of the like original like Hess truck. So it was like an old-timey like 1930s uh, fuel truck, and that was a bank. What was cool about this one was you could actually turn – the one, um, uh, handle on top that you would, you know, turn to open up like the fuel valve mm-hmm. on or like the canister. Ah, I don't know how you would say it back then, but you know, like did, did they take batteries? Oh, <laughs> early on, uh, D batteries. Okay.
0: So and then, and then it moved on to C batteries. Look at the picture I sent you, uh, on Instagram quickly. This is a picture I, I might post on our all right, a Radier's one. It's from my room. I don't know. Your room? My room. Uh, it's adorned in Viking stuff. I believe I'm wearing... Oh, you got a little Hess truck there. Yeah, and there's like... There's like looks like uh, either just Rob Mom's vibrator or... Do you... Kn- Look <laughs> <laughs> so how many wow, batteries are... You're,
1: of... you're going to town on yourself. <laughs> yeah. But, Do you um, know why you have that one? Why? Because that is the 1994 Hess rescue truck.
0: <laughs> is it Jeffrey and Chris? Yes, absolutely. Okay. It's the rescue truck. I wonder. Truck. I was like, why the fuck do I have a Hess truck? I know. So this it, is probably. It's basically
1: a toy truck or a tow truck with a ladder on the back. Oh, uh, okay. Go to. There's a great, a very nice, informative website that I, it's easy to scroll around. Uh, HessToyTruck.com. Oh, shit. This is where you can buy the damn thing. So. Uh this year it's an R V and it comes with a oh, there's an R V uh A T V and a motorcycle. I actually saw the commercial for this one
0: earlier. Z- zoom into this picture squeezer. Look what's below the Hest truck. Can you tell what that is? Mr. The shelf below. Yeah, the VHS tapes. Well, not the VHS. that's a Metro Man Randy Savage VHS tape I got at the dollar store oh, that okay. had his like pre WWF matches on. It was a ripoff. But and looks like a cassette tape next to that. But that is a an X. Uh, and there's a, a Sentinel. That's a Sentinel. Yeah, that's a, an X-Men Sentinel figure. There's that little cassette tape in front of it. Probably a mixtape of some sort. And then the, I love
1: the stack of D batteries to go with <laughs> your uh, S truck.
0: And then below that, the bottom left corner, those, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but those look like Charlie Brown encyclopedias to me. They do. Yeah. And then um my comforter I believe is NBA jerseys and I'm wearing a Vikings t-shirt and a Vikings pillow. A Vikings pillow with my Vikings pennant above my boombox and my alarm clock radio. Why is why was this picture taken? I don't know.
1: It's very it's a very
0: random photo. I think my mom thought it was cute that I was asleep and the dog was just sitting there. Oh, okay. I see it now. It why were you it's a gorgeous day outside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm asleep. Uh, I'm sure it was. I wasn't because it was probably during football season. Hey, it's uh, light out. I'll take that. Uh, that's of our dog Casey, you see, do you see? Do you like the wallpaper trim? In my am my... I? I
1: was gonna point out. that's a. Is that like sports? Stuff? Yes.
0: <laughs> it says sports. Sports. It, it. actually says sports. It does. See, my dad <laughs> wasn't in the sports. and he's now he just pretends for his current wife. My brother really never was in the sports, but he's in the now. I was the first one to come around in the family that was like into sports. Like I watched everything and my mom didn't really know how to handle it. So I had an NBA jersey. It was like all the jerseys of the team on my comforter Mm -hmm. had Vikings everything that she can get her hands on and uh, the classic sports wallpaper there. So I'll get this picture up. Yes, please. Yeah. And uh, um, my bowl, beautiful bowl cut on there.
1: And everyone can check out your 1994 Hess rescue truck. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I didn't have this one. That's. I think I, that's,
0: in, like, behind the batteries, that blue book, is mm-hmm. my Precious Moments Bible. Aww. Yeah.
1: Uh, pristine spine on that,
0: I'm assuming? <laughs> oh, there's Red Daily Squeezer. Come on.
1: <laughs> um... Yeah, I think I stopped in 92, because in 93, it became a police car. Uh And then we're like, ah, this is kind of lame now. Like, it's not a Hess truck anymore. Because right. So, and yeah, the 85. Then 86, you had the red fire truck. That thing was badass. hmm 87 was by far my favorite, because it was just, it was a box truck, but it had, like, sliding doors on it, and then fuel barrels, and it was, like, awesome for, you know, Cobra to try to hijack this thing. So this one fit in perfectly with the G.I. Joes.
0: Oh, nice.
1: Yeah. And, then, yeah, that worked out great. And then they had uh, I, they, two, three, so, yeah, I had 88, 91, and 92. Those all came with cars. And some of the cars, like, had would light up. But then some of the cars had the friction uh, mechanism that you could rev up, let go, and it would take off on you. Oh, yeah, nice. And that was always cool. Um, yeah, uh, some of these, n- none of my Hess trucks are in any good condition. Uh, one of them is in the bucket of toys that my mom brings out when the grandkids come over to the house. Ah, I think it's so the, the, the 1990, 1990 gasoline tanker. And it, it, it looks like the one that um, When you start Arnold, typing,
0: squeeze it, can I stop you for a minute? When you ahead. start typing our Hess trucks and Google, it goes worth anything. <laughs> a mint condition truck and box today can be worth up to 2500 dollars
1: yeah but that's probably like a
0: 1964
1: 1965 or like a 1966 yeah. boat Yep. like they,
0: they had a boat yeah the 82 to 87 you can play
1: Exxon Valdez with that if you the entire
0: mint condition the entire 82 to 87 collection that's five trucks mint condition uh-huh. 280 bucks
1: oh well i'm glad i play i played hard with
0: them and right. isn't that what you you pay phase value. It was worth it. <laughs> with infl- yeah,
1: they're expen- with inflation.
0: Uh, that's like phase uh, value.
1: Thirty-three ninety-nine. Uh, although eight Energizer batteries included. Oh wow! So wow, that's so it's what like five dollars for the the truck, and you it's like twenty-eight dollars for those batteries.
0: One hundred seventy and. Hold on. I'm going to see what $170, $170, and 1985, 2018, inflation.
1: And I'm not sure how much they cost per truck.
0: I am I, don't
1: think they were any cheaper than probably like 25 oh, 30 bucks.
0: So you're getting a steal on these. With inflation, all five of those test trucks are worth $399.54. Now? Yeah, with, with inflation. So $170. So if you're saying you're paying $34 bucks each. Mm-hmm. that equals roughly to $170 in 1987. So with inflation, that brings it in 2018, you'd pay $400 for those brand new off the shelf. This guy's selling them for $280. you are getting $120. You're getting $100. So they're actually <laughs> worth less money <laughs> than they were when they came out.
1: I still love that damn jingle.
0: Yeah, it's, even it's,
1: I look forward to even if I don't like what the trucks look like now, um, and again, that's a I like them when they were trucks. Like now, they're
0: they definitely look more like toys. Uh, was Hess truck a regional? Th- was Hess a regional thing? Were they all over the country? I thought th- I thought they were across the country. Hess Corporation. I don't know. That's a lot of. Cause I don't know if anyone, uh, uh, has, yeah, truck. is this, is this an East coast thing or, uh, a... yeah. Cause their corporate headquarters was in New York.
1: Yeah. Cause right now someone's going, what the fuck is a Hess truck? Yeah. Right. And, and why are you just buying into their marketing campaign? Why? Um, because they did a brilliant job of selling it to us.
0: Boston, New York and Philadelphia markets. Huh? that's where it started.
1: But I'm assuming the Hess truck is a national thing. If yeah. it's not, let us know if we're yeah. foolish. If
0: yeah. We they a, what the hell?
1: If you don't know what the hell you're, we're talking about. They had a
0: float in a Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade. You, I'm
1: yeah, if, if if you've never heard of this because you're not from, you know, said possible region, let us know because I'd actually be curious about that because I always assumed that this was like a, a known quantity,
0: especially at the holidays. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Let us know if you don't know what a Hess truck is. Uh, in the meantime, here's my last pick, Squeeze. Presenting the Fisher-Price 3-in-1 tournament table. Breakfast is ready. One more ball, Mom. Where a simple game of pool is just the beginning. Hi. Soon it explodes into an all-out tournament with table tennis balls flying. Dinner's ready. And a live hockey game so fast and furious. Good night, boys. There's no telling how long you'll play. One more. The Fisher Price Three-in-One Tournament Table: Table Tennis, Hockey, Pool. Batteries not included. We've talked about this Fisher Price Tournament Table before, Squeezer, right? Mm-hmm. And how I never got it. So when I. Uh, Christmas used to work like this for us. We go to a relative's on my dad's side of the family on Christmas Eve.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so it was usually my grandparents, his parents, or an aunt and uncle, one of my dad's brothers or sisters. He's got a lot of them. And Christmas morning, my, my mom's parents would come over, my gran- other grandparents. And then Christmas night <clears throat> would be both sides of the family at our house. Now, one year I wanted this tournament table so bad. I was so in the pool. My uncle Mike, who was hosting Christmas Eve uh, the last the particular years, had a pool table in his basement. He's the one who had the Nintendo that I pulled out to play like WrestleMania when I got it for Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. So he had a pool table. I wanted a pool table so bad. I wanted one of these Fisher Price tournament tables. Well, they were expensive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really expensive. So, my mom got me like an off brand table, like that was about the same size as a tournament table, but it only had pool. So There's only billiards. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there were tiny, like tiny little pool balls and, and like kid sized sticks. So, we had this down in our toy room. I was fucking pumped. I, I was now,
1: six. was it was it freestanding or was it like a tape you had to set it on a table? It was
0: freestanding, it was its own that's, table. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So I was really into this. I was super excited. But all I wanted was people to come down when we were having this Christmas party and play pool with me. <laughs> Other things I remember at this party, like the one year when the, the, the police academy uh, cosplay stuff was big, my brother and I got a bunch of it for Christmas. And we are running around the house, annoying fucking everybody with this shit. Because I got the big bullhorn with a <laughs> whistling it. And my, my brother got like the, the, the hat with the ticket book and like the, the caution tape. Yeah, we are a couple assholes about that stuff. But yeah, the Christmas party on Christmas Day was always huge. It was like a like a relaxed, like, you know, I'd get ready for it by pulling out my Ghostbusters shave kit <laughs> that I got for my, it was always something like that I got for Christmas, like some some soap kit. You yeah, know, put the shaving cream on, take a nice shave, uh, you know, get, get ready, really get it, class it up for this Christmas party. And then show off all your wares to my grandpa. always like seeing our technology. So like we go down to the computer room and show off to my grandpa, my dad's dad. He was big into technology. He's like where I get my dork from.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: My mom's uh, dad was like, you know, more cool, I guess. <laughs> my dad's dad was dork like me. My, my dad, so we'd go down and like show off like the latest Commodore Nintendo thing or like piece of technology we got to him. He'd love it. I remember when I got my first iMac, I had that uh, uh, lampshade iMac with the, the first flat-screen iMac. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was my first iMac. It was 01. And I was showing him everything on it. And he's just like, this is the future. Like He predicted it before we knew that Macs would take over in the iPhone. He also really liked... My he didn't he you know he passed away many years ago so he didn't get to see the iPhone revolution but he was like enthralled by my iPod and my Mac. Uh, I think he would love to have an iPad. Mm-hmm. That's just my grandma, my grandma has one and she that's all she uses. It uh, cheers her up when she's feeling sad. She says she plays her card games and she gets in a better mood. Ah yeah, it's adorable. So, yeah, that, that Christmas Day party and that little pool table, and I scratched the shit out of whatever that fabric was on the top of it. Yeah, I don't think it was regulation felt. Nah, it um, didn't even come with chalk, and all I wanted was chalk. So I took, like, a piece of my sister's uh, sidewalk chalk, <laughs> and that's how <laughs> I chalk up the, the bulk cues. I didn't know what it did, but I, I that's sufficient. You got to have chalk.
1: Yeah, my my I was always bummed at if occasionally my uh, – I don't know how we – did Christmas from time every year, but it would bounce around sometimes and they would have it at my grandparents' house. And my grandfather had a above regulation size pool table, like that he had built down in their basement. He was good. He was a really good player. My great grandfather, I think played semi pro or was just a straight up hustler back in like the twenties. Um, and they, they had a legit setup down there. Uh, and like this pool table was, it's almost like they took two pool tables and put them together to make a bigger table. And the base was made of concrete.
0: Was it just so he could like practice? Was that why it was so big?
1: Yeah. I don't know why it was so big. Um, maybe it's just, they had the room for it. It was huge. Um, and, but at Christmas, and then they had, uh, he made it two plywood tops that you, he would use it as a table and it also as a ping pong table. Um, which was cool, but at the holidays they would cover it up and it was the perfect table to put the whole family around. Cause it was so big, uh, and you know, put the tablecloth on and then that became, uh, the dinner table. And that just so bummed me out cause I always wanted to go down and play pool down there. And yeah, so, uh, I would just, I would find, go find the balls and just. Roll him around on the floor, pretend to play pool down there because hmm. I couldn't. and I couldn't even reach the tabletop probably at that time anyway, and I'm sure I would scratch the shit I, out of it. I, I could
0: just picture little squeezer with the most determined look on his cute little face getting down there and lining up his shots. I was so bad,
1: but I would play for hours, especially when we lived there for a while when uh, during the whole uh, divorce processing. And, uh, we stayed out of the house and we lived there for a while. Uh, not that bad. It's one of those, when you don't have a ton of stuff to play, when you don't have a ton of toys to play with as a kid. And granted, I was, uh, in eighth grade anyway, so maybe I shouldn't have been having all my toys to play with, but, uh, to be in a house where you had to find fun and you did have a pool table and old electronics and a bar, uh, that was awesome.
0: Yeah, I agree. That's a, you know, it's um. Just like we call it the rad years, it's the reason for that. You know, playing on old pool tables in relatives' house and just yeah, because you know you were living there. Rad, very rad. Oh, squeezer! I'm sure your little brain
1: thought ma- it was it rad made, at it, the time. It, it made me. It made me the person that I am today. I'm and, not gonna lie,
0: and for that, we love it. All right, um, I'm out of picks. Here's your last one, Squeeze. Do you have to set it up or anything, or are we ready to go? Uh,
1: Nah, I'm sure it'll be (laughs) self-explanatory. Stop the music! All right, now, we're going to do this play, and we're going to do it right. Lucy, get those
0: costumes and scripts and pass them out. Now the script girl will be handing out your parts. You're the innkeeper's wife. The innkeeper's wives have naturally curly hair. Pigpen, through the innkeeper. In spite of my outward appearance, I shall try to run a neat
1: inn. me you're a shepherd. Every Christmas it's the same. I always end up playing a shepherd.
0: Every Christmas it's the same. Mm-hmm. The squeezer pulls a clip from the Charlie Brown.
1: Have Christmas. to. Mandatory.
0: And every year, I'm the damn shepherd.
1: Um, now I know you are are not one to you you. I know you love Christmas. Yeah. Um. And I know, um. You actually celebrate and truly enjoy the the true meaning of Christmas. I do. The winter um, solstice. Yes. Um. Yeah. Until those Christians came in and took our. you're forgetting i went to catholic holiday
0: squeezer i was always a wise man
1: oh uh, (laughs) oh you sure are (laughs) um how many so i i assume then that you were forced into many a christmas place
0: with with the fake beards yes Uh uh-huh you were always a wise man i was a wise man yeah chris Uh, was freaking jesus my well, we're talking easter he was jesus on the cross i was a wise man
1: that's, that would be, I would never want my kid to be Jesus on the cross.
0: <laughs> well, you didn't have the live. Why
1: would you want to sit there and watch your kid be tortured to death?
0: I know. Uh, we, huh. uh, we did, uh, I told you my favorite part of Catholic school was, um, Stations of the Cross. hmm You basically got to sit through a pretty cool story with a pretty cool book and it got you out of class for about, a, about an hour every week. Yeah. Nice. Um, but we did like, a for the seventh and eighth graders did a live play I was asked, tossed from the school before I could participate, but my brother Aww. was Jesus. He was always to all the teachers, Jesus. I was. Uh, who's the bastard, evil son, uh, brother of Jesus that no one liked? Rebus, I think his name was. I don't know. I was Rebus.
1: I think they left that out in the. Uh,
0: Revisionist history.
1: Yeah. Um, I was always a shepherd and there was like 10 of us cause they had to find roles for all the kids and not, the parents didn't want to see all their kids dressed up as animals. So there'd be like seven wise men, 10 shepherds, two Marys. Uh, there'd be one Joseph cause you know, he didn't need to be there anyway. Uh, and then there was the angel I would always get like a weird speaking part where I'd do some. I'd step up and do some kind of narration, because um, everyone That's... told me, "Oh, you have such a nice speaking voice."
0: You do. It's adorable. I
1: realized long ago, adults are full of shit, and they try to fill you with this uh, sense of self worth and importance that I, I kind of appreciate them for, but just don't lie to my face. I was awful. No. Uh, I was brutal. And I was terrified of being up there and speaking in front of anyone.
0: That's just because you're Um, a kid and kids are shit at everything.
1: But I was actually, I'm not going to lie, I probably wasn't the worst because I realized how shitty other kids were at going up there. And I would actually work very hard at memorizing my lines. Of course And making eye contact and addressing and enunciating and being clear. All right, so maybe I didn't suck entirely. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. no, no, my voice back then, just as it is now. imagine imagine this nasally squeaky uh, uh, sound wave that is hitting your eardrum. But imagine it higher pitch yet uh, and even more uncertain with no. what they're about to say. Uh, but I would, I would go up there and deliver my lines, and I'd get, oh, you were fan, you were the best one out there. I'm like, eh. I think Baby Jesus was the best one. That was a plastic doll. <laughs> but yeah, it was. Uh, uh, was that my first uh, delving in the theater? I think it's pretty much, it's probably everyone's.
0: Yeah, I had my, uh, I always held the frankincense because I sounded like Frankenstein. I
1: didn't know what that shit was until I was probably in my twenties. I'm like, oh, they're spices, and and
0: yeah, and like spices, valuables. Used be, like spices used to be valuables.
1: Yeah, because food sucked back then, so you have to flavor the shit out of it. Mm-hmm. That's now true. now now they bring in like MSG and uh, what's other preservative?
0: Sodium benzoate. So, so did,
1: yeah, sodium benzoate.
0: <laughs> oh boy, this is we should put some sodium benzoate on this podcast so it lives forever right now.
1: Oh, it, it, as long as that solar flare doesn't come and just eliminate all digital files from the planet, this will last forever. To
0: preserve flavor. I believe that's for. We we've got an hour and 50 minutes squeeze.
1: Really? Yeah. We're just rambling about Christmas memories, eh?
0: Yeah, Christmas memories. That's what we've been rambling about. <laughs> Nothing else. Nothing else. Uh, I just wanted to get to our new song. Our new I like song.
1: this track. We got to yeah. use this more often.
0: Yeah. Why not use it for Easter? Why does it have to be a one holiday song? Paid right. money for it. Yeah, right. <laughs> get our use out of it. Um, this was fun. Uh, don't forget little little housekeeping. Don't forget to uh, visit radios.com up until Christmas Day. I'm trying to have a surprise on there i don't know if they'll give it to me but i'm trying people if not you'll see 25 christmas christmas reviews and i'm telling some pretty cute stories within a few of them so look at that every day uh if you like this podcast rate and review us on itunes or apple Podcasts or wherever you listen and um tune in this weekend for my youtube video 10 things you might not have known about ninja turtles before toys that made us does a better job at telling you I'm gonna tell you first. Squeeze, do you have anything to oh, add?
1: Oh, just like uh the adults would tell me as a little boy in a Christmas play, that's not true. <laughs> you're gonna do a great job.
0: <laughs> oh, you're so adorable. <laughs> uh but that's it. Uh we'll see you next week for more Christmas memories on the Radios Podcast. I'm RK.
1: I'm Squeezer.
0: Have a good one.